yeah. this thing working? It is. How you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. Me too. Me too. So we kind of overslept this morning, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And you know how when you start your day like that, everything is late. Like constantly late. You know, so we have been an hour late all day. We're even an hour late to sit down to do the podcast today. Boy, howdy. And you know, our alarm went off at 530. Yeah. You know, and hit the alarm and there we go. But yeah. It's been a really weird day. Yep. Weird Thursday. Whack, it's usually a wacky Wednesday, but I feel like it was wacky Thursday today. <laughs> Everything just was out. I forgot stuff at the house. I had to come back. It was a crazy day. Yeah, it was for me too. I hope y'all had a good day today. First of all. We want to update you on Uvalde. Yeah, on the uh, the uh, shooting from Uvalde. And uh, we have a video here of Attorney General Garland. So we're going to let you hear it. This is his statement about what they found in their investigation. Yeah, they're the federal because government. Because they do such a good job. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. You ready? Yep. Last night, I met with some of the survivors and the loved ones of the victims of the horrific mass shooting at Robb Elementary School. I came here to tell them that the United States Department of Justice has finished its critical incident review. As I told families and survivors last night, the department's review concluded that a series of major failures, failures in leadership, in tactics, in communications, in training, and in preparedness, were made by law enforcement lawyers and others responding to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary. As a result, 33 students and three of their teachers, many of whom have been shot, were trapped in a room with an active shooter for over an hour as law enforcement officials remained outside. That's the update on Uvalde and what's going on there. Yeah, that was the DOJ's investigation into it and what they had concluded they come up with. And uh, what a mess. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. What happened in Uvalde. There's absolutely no excuse for it. And yeah. uh, those babies and those teachers, and I, I can't see how they could even, like, show up. Yeah. I would be terrified. <clears throat> so we in no way would ever say anything about the children or the teachers or anyone that was shot. Sure. But I will tell you this, why now? Well, yeah. Why I, today? Yeah, I understand. There's there's, there's some you reason behind it. Nothing that all of a sudden they got to come out against something that happened in Texas. Right. The federal government, everyone knows what the federal government is doing right now. Yeah. Fighting, fighting with the state of Texas. State of Texas are oh. fighting. Mm -hmm. So this is something to point fingers at. And I have a feeling... This is my theory. This might be a conspiracy theory, but I have a feeling that it's coming that out. It coming out like this that the federal government's going to try to sue Texas. As that happened today, Attorney General Ken Paxton did a press release ending litigation with former employees. I found this kind of interesting because he had litigation employees mm -hmm. that. You know, he let go. Who were trying to sue him after the impeachment. And they were trying to sue him. That was after the impeachment, wasn't it? Yes. Look, he says here, this is his press release. He said, last year, Attorney General Kim Paxton was fully exonerated by the state legislature following an impeachment trial 
that was engineered by his political enemies. Now, in the best interest of the state of Texas, the Office of the Attorney General is moving on from an employment lawsuit against the agency by four employees that presents the same issues brought against Attorney General Paxton in the impeachment trial. The OAG has made the determination that these bad faith efforts to prolong legal proceedings are an unjustifiable waste of taxpayer resources and an intolerable distraction that risks compromising critical state business. You know, so they're just holding it. So he's like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm so fooling with you. They're messing with you. And I'm prime I'm glad. Yeah, me too. I mean, that that's one thing I'll say about um our attorney general here in Texas. Well that's they don't take no crap. Well, and it's a smart decision anyway, and it is based on the fact that they're all just wasting money. You're you're gonna get nowhere with this. So what let's stop. I get it, man. Yeah. I do too. It's it's time to move on from that. We got the elections coming up. Um, I'm going to be posting on our site um, so you can go and look to see the people that the Attorney General is backing during the primary. It's very important that we pick people that want to make America great again. We need to elect representatives to make America great again. And and promote promote these things. We need to strengthen American manufacturing. We need to buy American, hire American. We need to secure our borders. We need to rebuild this wall. And we need to end America's endless wars. That's what we're looking for. That's it. That's our platform. And that's what that's who we need to make our state and our country great again. Okay. So here we go. This is our topic tonight. I know we didn't mention it because it's a deep dive have y'all heard about the pipe bomb story hadn't heard about it in a while it's been a while it's kind of been buried yeah underneath all the other noise that's going on and little bits has been coming out over the past three years just enough to keep people busy writing stories about it or articles about it investigating it and asking a lot of questions you know one question that is being asked right now is did Secret Service have foreknowledge of this pipe bomb? Or was it just criminal negligence? Those are the questions that we're going to hope to answer for you tonight. That they had foreknowledge? That they, either they had foreknowledge or was it just criminal negligence on their part? Like they didn't believe that person or something that came up and anyway we're going to get into that that's what we're going to get into yeah darren Beatty. well and and he got this information from (laughs) thomas massey in in which committee was it the judiciary committee judiciary committee yeah yes that's who's that's who's putting out all the tapes slowly one by one it would seem right seems a lot little political to me so i have my own beef with that but we're going to move on. <laughs> I, I agree. They should all be released all right every now and them. let everybody and, in the entire free world just go through them. I yeah. agree. Well, this is a seven-minute clip that was courtesy of Thomas Massey, and that's a representative. And that's what Darren done his article about. Yeah. Yes. But we weren't going to play the, the whole seven-minute clip, but we, we've got these clips here. They're on, on Twitter, on Darren Beatty's X site. You can go to it. And, and see the videos for yourself. But what we were just going to do is come through his thread here and, and talk about this that's going on. Because I'll tell you guys, 
the more that we see, the more that we learn. This thing was a, it, it's definitely, there's no doubt about it. It was a setup and even the pipe bomb is a, it was, was a hoax. It was a setup to begin with anyway. Yeah. And this happened over three years ago. I mean, it was what over three years have passed since January 6, 2021. And we're just now getting this far with the pipe bomb. Right. And another big story. question we need to try to an- ask right here too is where was Kamala during January 6th? Well, it came out a year later after the story came out about the pipe bombs and they kept saying that she wasn't there, but it came out a year later. She was actually there at the DNC headquarters, yeah, which is where the pipe bomb were planted. There was mm-hmm. two pipe bombs that were planted. One was it by a tree, I believe, and one underneath a, a park bench, bench, a park bench outside of DNC headquarters. Yes. If you haven't heard of that, that's because they have buried it everywhere and it is happening if you need any details whatsoever to go far back you can go to revolver.com i believe it is and all of his um articles on it are there yeah all his research but tonight we're going to talk about what came out today this video is seven minutes long so we can't play it because it has no sound so like like james says so just go and check that out and then we're going to go through it. We're going to start with. Well, let's let's just start with the uh, with the second posting in that thread there that he started. Like like she said, this is great information, and and he done a great job putting this out. It's really informative. He says this footage shows the discovery of the pipe bomb at a bench outside the DNC headquarters, and the first clips show that at approximately one o five. A man in a backpack approaches a Metro PD SUV and a black Secret Service SUV, informing them of the pipe bomb's presence. Interestingly, recent report from Turning Point Convention for USA reveals that this man in the back with the backpack is a plain closed Capitol Police officer. And and in this video that that we're talking about right here. I'll kind of give you a little context about it. The The video is, is from across the street of a di- at a distance. The parking spot of, of the DN, right there at that DNC headquarters, there's a Capitol Police cruiser sitting there, and there's also a black SUV that has Secret Service detail in it, Kamala's Secret Service detail in it. Yeah, so she was inside the DNC at that time. Yes, she was. And, and what this video mainly shows, this one from back, from back here mainly shows is those two cars sitting there police and secret service inside those cars both nobody's standing outside posting guard anywhere around here at this point in time and the next thing you see is a man come walking by he's got a backpack on his on his back and he walks up to the driver's door of the capitol police cruiser speaks with that guy on that side of it walks around to the other side that's the side that you is not visible from the camera angle and he talks to him over there isn't that odd behavior for somebody that would be reporting a pipe bomb yeah i think i found that very odd for the simple reason um what is he doing walking around with a backpack on anyway if he's capitol police and he's pre- pretending to be someone else. I mean, to me, I would think that he is the problem. Well, that's the thing. You weren't supposed to know that he was a Capitol Police officer. You were just supposed to know he's the he's 
the backpack guy. You okay. weren't supposed to know that. So you think because this, they you think before because this they come didn't out, know. you weren't supposed to know that. That's what right. I'm saying. Okay, so you think that they know that um <laughs> that they, they don't know who he is. So he's just a backpack guy. Approaching approaching a cop a saying police. there's a bomb over there and that might be why they didn't because they're like, Who is this guy? You know, like they didn't oh, believe him, maybe. Well, there again too, like I said, you don't you know, you have a newly elected vice president. At the DNC headquarters, you've got your police detail and your Secret Service detail sitting out there. There's normally a guard posted outside the DNC all the time anyway. Yeah. But that guard's not present. You're sitting out here as detail, and all of a sudden some dude comes walking. Wouldn't somebody get out and go, hey, man, you can't approach us? Yeah, because they're supposed to be protecting someone very important. That's so. A good, so that's a good tell right there straight out of the bat. If, you, if, if you're looking at it in that light, that's a good tell straight off the bat it is. that they know who that person was walking up to them. Yeah. They, they knew them. And he was comfortable enough with them to walk around to the other side yeah. of the vehicle. You know, Beatty, um, Darren says here, he said, here's the first sign things are a bit out of the ordinary. After being informed of a pipe bomb feet away, the Metro PD authorities, who are technically on the Secret Service detail, take over a minute before they even bother getting out of their car. Right. Like you were saying, they didn't even get out. Yeah. Well, and he goes on, he says, now that things are really getting weird, take a look at this clip and note how casually the Metro PD and Secret Service operations lounge about after being informed of the pipe bomb just feet away. There's absolutely zero concern for their own safety or that of... VP Harris. Yeah, of Vice President Harris. Again, some guys, aren't you at least going to get out and at least like, start trying to cordon off this area and and block people you know at least tell them hey at least for right now we'll travel walk across the street yeah you know yeah. don't walk over here don't walk over something. here right now we we don't need because you over it's here it's funny you say that because then he goes on and says toward the end of the clip you see a pedestrian walk by they didn't even warn him there was a bomb feet away no and and then a, a little bit after that even in another video school children are like crossing the streets yep and by this time they're all standing outside but there's something interesting even about the backpack guy even before this where he where he's come walking up and we talk about the paper cup me and you were talking about the paper cup that and, we that we see in the video and the, at the park bench at the park bench well you see the guy coming up and the camera moves so you can't really see him like leave the the cup but the cup is there in the next frame. The so, cup's not there. He it, comes past, and then the paper cup is on that bench, on the exact park bench where yes. the pot bomb comes from. And you from. see him before that. He, like, throws something, but you don't see what it is. Mm-hmm. And so our theory is that he threw the cup and the pipe bomb under the bench all at the same time just to say, hey, look at me here instead in, of In two here. motions, in yeah. In two motions. Yeah, pipe bomb first, then cup on the bench, and then he walks to the police cruiser and then tells them that this is where, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> it's it's all common sense stuff what happened. That, I mean, we all, I mean, we see it right here on the cameras. We've seen so much footage about these benches 
you can frame by frame put these together mm -hmm. and see what happened. And, but and no one is doing or saying anything about this. And and that's kind of my point with the the video that that is there where you, he comes walking past that park bench. There's no cup sitting on that bench. Next thing you know, that cup's on that bench. Yes. Why? <laughs> and was it him? But it had to have been. He was the only one in that area. That's the thing. He said on here, he said, minutes later, a Capitol Police officer walks right up to the bomb and snaps a photo of it, gives a thumb up signal, and everyone leaves quickly thereafter. Weirdly, the Secret Service behavior after the Capitol Police officer takes a picture of the bomb is the fastest we've seen them move the entire time. And then, he, and then he goes on to say, for reference, here is the photo of the DNC pipe bomb. He had taken a photo of where it was at. Presumably, the photo taken by the Capitol Police officer in the clip above. But they don't seem in, in any hurry. And, and he to, said... To move away from it. It's very nothing. bizarre. Exactly. The Secret Service don't respond. They, they have a total lack of concern. Because they knew. They knew it wasn't real. They knew it was a hoax. They knew it was their plan. Man. And what about Kamala Harris, who is being protected by the Secret Service? I mean, yeah. don't you think that they would just go get her and hide her away, hide her away even or, farther? Or, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Get her in the bunker underneath in the DNC. Who knows what they have in there? Well, and, and in the middle of all of that, my it all leads back to the very first question that we ask is, when you knew that a pipe bomb was there, why didn't you block that area off immediately? Why didn't you at least do that? To me, that's one of the biggest tells, like I say, that, that they're there to protect one of our leaders of our country. They're supposedly there to protect them. They allow a guy in a backpack to walk up to them. Yeah, so they weren't very concerned. They weren't very concerned. So I tend to think that they, they knew. knew him. They knew him. He was a Capitol Police officer. They knew him. And you know, it makes you wonder if he went was over there with the bomb and and did all that that we suggested he did, you know, with the coffee cup and putting the bomb down there. And then he walked over there and told him, okay, everything's good. Then walked over there to the other guy and said, oh, everything's good. It's, it's the bench with the coffee cup on it. Yeah. Yes, it's that one. Exactly. That's kind of what I was, where I was going with it. Yeah. So you were right on. Yep. And the point to all of this is that we're going to make with this is, before we wrap this thing up, the J6 narrative that the government has been feeding us for three years is all lies. Every bit of it. We're, and just think, we're coming into the 24 election season, and now we all got more video proof and more testimony that J6 was a complete setup. Fed surrection. That don't look all good. All the way around. That don't look good for Joe Biden. No. That don't look good for Democrats. So what do you think? Yay. You think they knew beforehand? Or do do you think I personally? Yes, they knew every bit of it. Yes, I believe that too. But you decide. Do you think they knew beforehand from our information that we give you? You're more than welcome to go look on Darren Beatty's thread. On, on X. X. Or go to um, revolver.news. That's what it is. Revolver.news and check out all his content. He's got a lot. And uh, donate if you can because he's a, he's a weapon we need right now. Yes, he is. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody. That's it for today. 
Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there, Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.